Let's get nuts. Happy Monday, everybody. What's happening? What's going on? How's everybody doing? How's the feed? We had a little glitch right there earlier, but I think we're good now. All glitches be gone. All glitches. I got 99 problems, but a glitch ain't one. Okay, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Monday, your end of Monday. Hopefully you guys uh, had a good day. Like I said, it is the end of Monday. Make sure you guys hit that like, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. Make sure you get the notification bell on so you know when I'm doing all this stuff. And then, of course, you want to become a member, become a member. We do a members-only stream every Wednesday after the initial stream. So do it. Do it. So hopefully everybody's doing good. Let's see who's out there right now. All right. Let's see who we got here. All right. We got Mr. Ryan right there. Good to see you. We got Fear Jason. We got Miss Nighthawk. Hello. Hello. 3 a.m. this side. Wow, Thabang. That's, uh, that's pretty late, but hey, good to see you. Good to see you. Officially writing, I'm writing the Batgirl script, and Haley Steinfeld said yes. I was so, oh, okay. Well, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> All right, we got Mr. Turan right here. What's going on? Good to see you. We got Patrick and everyone. Why so serious? Watched Mr. Robot today. I still never watched that show. I wanted to, and I should, because I hear good things. Eric Patterson, what is happening? And we got the other Eric right here. We got, um, yeah, good call on uh, Best Actor. Uh, congrats to Brendan Frazier. Frazier, Frazier, Frazier. Yes, yes. We'll talk about that, of course. We got Draga here. We got Josh Hamilton. Um, yeah, it says Guten Abend. Whoa, what is that right there? Uh, German? Possibly? Uh, possibly. All right, we got uh, James Noel right here. Okay, we got JD McGray. Good to see you. Uh, let's see who else we have. Scrolling, scrolling. Don't get it too ahead of me here. Come on, come on. Man, this stupid thing acts up sometimes. We got Cortez. Did you see Daniel RPK's tweet about an apparent partial reboot for the DC? Hasn't that always been the thing? I thought we've always... I thought that ever since it was announced, it was considered a partial reboot. Um, I think... I don't know. Daniel RPK, I'm kind of losing... Uh, and when it came to all the scoopers, I was... You know, I when it came to scoopers, I kind of respected him the most, but he dishes out fan wire bullshit. So I just now I'm kind of going, oh, okay, I don't know. Yeah, like he, I don't know if he's partial owner, partial anything like that, but he'll tweet a lot of fandom wire stuff. And we know fandom wire just clickbait, just clickbait after clickbait after clickbait. A lot of BS that's on that site. So it just kind of gets me a little okay. Alien sex sounds ah. It's getting kind of crazy out here. Better load up the AR-15 and get out of range and uh, spruce my skills. Oh, where I'm wondering where you live, you know. What's going on, uh, Game City Savior? Good to see you. And we got Stephanie T here. Yes, that's right. Renaissance. Renaissance. I know. And they can and they canceled Batgirl. Well, he's the villain. Oof. Oh, man. Thomas, what's up? First time. Oh, good. I'm glad to uh, see that. Hopefully you enjoy yourself. You're late. You're late, Miss Jackson, but it's okay. I'm just doing the intros and talking to you guys right now, so don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Like I said, though, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel, do all that, and uh, yeah, of course, you know, being the weekend, coming off the weekend, hopefully you guys had a good one. I surely did, and uh, yes, uh, finally watched The Whale. 
Miss Nighthawk and I watched The Whale, and uh, wow. I mean, it was just, it was just, I knew it was going to, I knew it was going to just make me just, you know, cry. But uh, yeah, it was a pretty powerful performance that Brendan Fraser had, and just the makeup and the aesthetics and everything. And it was just, yeah, we were both just, yeah. Um, she was ugly crying. No, she wasn't ugly crying, but she was doing the, you know, that kind of stuff. And I was just like, both tears in my eyes, just like, just all the way to the end and i'm like and then just the way it ended per it ended just like an aronofsky movie would end because we all know that he likes to deal with the uh allegory and you know there's multiple layers spiritual godlike, you know all that kind of stuff so it's just one of those things um they were just man i tell you what it just yeah <laughs> you're not ugly in my eyes my dear um so that's why i took that back anyways um but yeah it was just like one of those like whew so yeah so watch that and then uh, and then uh, and then and then we watched fletch which was great so that was a that was a good thing <laughs> you know let's watch something a little lighter and we watched fletch fletch is just classic chevy chase classic and then and then the next morning we watched into the spideyverse which she enjoyed as well and now we're ready for across the spideyverse so it's pretty much that and then of course had uh had lunch uh lunch dinner with uh, mama film junkie so a good weekend indeed a good weekend indeed so all right, let's get to the tweets already. Huh? I'm rambling on right now. Let's see. Turn that off. Turn that on. And here we go. All right, guys. Let's get to these tweets. We got Tet right here. I don't know if Tet's in the. Yes, there you are. Tet is there. She. Uh. Yeah. Uh, he made. Um. They made. Sorry. I know. I'm still working on all that. But uh. You know, Tet made this right here, where it's like you know I'm doing my own little exclusivo right there. Dishes. Yeah. But, you know, I, I should yell exclusivo and then turn into that. So that's good. And then speaking of uh, other things, too, we got Mr. Fear Jason, you know, putting my face on uh, on Cavill Superman. Dave Cavill. Like it. Like it a lot. It's pretty good. Uh, we talked about this last week when Nicolas Cage said, I don't need the MCU. I'm Nicolas Cage. Now we got the video for it. I wish I had the video for it last week when I talked about it. But here it is. Well, we need to get you in one then. Right. We need get to get you what? in an M into the MCU. Oh, me? Yeah. I guess I'm not in the MCU, am I? <laughs> you I I'm really be in not. It. I don't need to be in, in the MCU. I'm Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the mic. Drop the mic, sir. That's what he should have did. Let's drop the mic. You got to love that. What's going on, Rhea? Always good to see you. All right. Hey, we got some more penguin. Uh, we got some more penguin video and uh, photos right here from the set. Looking sharp. Mr. Colin Fell right there. Look at that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It is insane. It's just it's just insane that that is Colin Farrell. You know, he's a good looking lad and they made him look like that. It's just insane, you know, but he just knocks the freaking roll right out of the park. And I cannot wait. Obviously, they're uh, summoning some Tony Soprano right there. A lot of people were comparing that. But yes, they're, of course, still filming it. So they got some video of also from the set right there. Uh, showing that, you know, showing him doing his little penguin walk, the penguin walk. Dun, dun, that's going to be turning into a dance right there. All right. It's going to be turning into a dance. I like it. Uh, we got Batgirl right here from Ma Artist. Ma Artist. Yeah. Mao Artist, I should say. Pretty cool. Like the like the colors right there. Pretty good. 
Uh, okay, so even before we uh, talk about, uh, you know, obviously the, um, the spoiler, I guess you could say, or the reveal of what's going on when it comes to Wonder Woman and Shazam, which, you know, we all, we all kind of knew that was going to be the case. But um, David F. Sandberg uh, was asked about the whole Taylor Cahill will be playing fake Wonder Woman in the film. And he basically was like, ah, I can't wait for the film to finally be out so everyone can see for themselves exactly who or isn't in the film. And it's just like, man, I feel for David. Ah, I feel for David F. Sandberg, man, because, you know, the movie got postponed. Um, a lot of people are just, you know, pushing back against it. They're, they're, the box office is not looking good. He's been working on this movie for a while. And was probably hoping, like, you know, not a lot of the uh, story details were going to be coming out. But, yeah, I think David F. Sandberg just cannot wait. And that's next week. Cannot wait for Shazam 2 to come out and then just, like, get it out there. And then that, you know, after after the box office weekend, see what it's all going to be like. And then all of a sudden it's just going to be, oh, man. Uh, it's just, I think he's going to be relieved. He's going to be relieved when the movie is finally all said and done, and then he can work on something smaller. So, Southbound 110. Uh, I just wanted to shout out to, yeah. Well, thank you. Southbound I-10, 110, I-10, I don't know. I almost said I-10 because I'm thinking freeways, but Southbound 110, thank you for uh, being a basic member. Appreciate that, sir. We got Phil. We got Phil Cho right here doing a Batman Hush version. Really like that costume. That's yep. That's pretty much that one. Now yeah, that's that's that guy. That's a Jim Lee version right there that I have uh, hanging up on my wall. So yeah, I love that costume. I like it when the the bat is black, cross big bat on the chest, and then it's blue, navy bluish right there. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Keep on going. There's all the shots. Make sure you caught up on all that. Hey, guess what? Creed, you know, I mean, they're taking the anime thing seriously. Michael B. Jordan mentioned that the fight sequences that he wanted to add to Creed 3, he wanted, they were inspired by anime. So look what's happening. We're actually going to be getting an anime for Creed. Unique, different, expanding the Creed or the Rocky franchise. I don't. I mean, it's kind of interesting. What does Stallone feel about this? What? Now it's going to be uh, one of those animations. What's going on? I know. Poor <laughs> Is Sly Stallone ever going to be okay with where the franchise is heading? Probably not. I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. But speaking of animation, yay! Oh, my God. <laughs> Yes, thank God, man. Jeez, it's really uh, we were worried about this because you know naturally I wanted to see another uh, Batman animated series style cartoon. A lot of us did, and uh, when they announced Batman Cape Crusader, which was going to be like a different, unique, more unique style Batman the animated series, basically the creators of Batman the animated series, like your Bruce Tim, and you know they were basically saying that you know. This series is going to be more Batman the Animated Series than Batman the Animated Series because we talk about it all the time. Uh, Batman the Fanimated Stream, obviously, where, you know, if you guys are keeping up with that, you know, me and Scott McClellan, Scott McClellan and I are, uh, you know, recapping all the episodes when it comes to Batman the Animated Series. But, you know, back back in those days, it was all the standards and practices, obviously, being on on TV, on broadcast TV. So they had to, like, hold back a lot. So now... Look what's happening here. We got the Cape Crusader has found a new home at Amazon. 
The streamer has handed out a two-season order, so we're going to get two seasons no matter what, for the animated series from J.J. Abrams. Finally, he's doing something? Uh, okay. And then, of course, we have Matt Reeves and Bruce Tim, who I just mentioned previously. Uh, so... There you go. As long as Matt Reeves and Bruce Tim are a part of it, JJ, I could care less about because I don't know what the hell he's even doing. Jeez, I don't know what the I, I couldn't care less about, I should say. My God, I'm just like, what has JJ been doing? What has JJ been doing? But hey, long as Matt Reeves and Bruce Tim are still attached to this, I'm a happy dude. OK, and then, of course, we will be uh, we will be. You know, as we're moving along with Batman the Fanimated Stream, I mean, it's going to turn into a Superman, you know, animated. We're going to do that. We're going to do Batman Beyond. We're going to do uh, as much animation as possible. And then hopefully by that time, we can start recapping some of this stuff every Sunday. So just happy that that happened. And again, Amazon, guys, Amazon. So Netflix didn't pick it up. Amazon did because they got more money than Netflix. Anyways, uh, but then, uh, you know, not everything's all good because uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has been delayed to later this year after fan backlash, apparently. Yeah, a lot of people weren't liking um, what they were looking like, what some of the aesthetics were looking like when it came to the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. I was actually kind of looking forward to maybe even like getting back to video games and playing this thing. But yeah, you know, this thing has been talked about for what, the last two or three years? Who knows when the hell that's going to come out, but ugh. And uh, did you guys see this video right here? Uh, I won't play the whole thing, but Grace Van Deen, who is the daughter of uh, Casper Van Deen, if you guys know who that is, uh, Starship Troopers, that's what he's best known for probably. He also played... He also played uh, Tarzan one time, but um, she was in the last season of Stranger Things, and she does streaming on Twitch, I guess. Twitch, I don't know, probably YouTube as well. But she mentioned that she's probably going to be streaming more because recent projects that she was in, again, even though with, after all the Me Too stuff, there's still, you know, there's still sleazy, creepy producers out there. And she mentions that, yeah, that she basically, in one of the projects, that uh, the producer sent over the woman that he cast in there because he wanted to sleep with her, and then he asked Miss Grace right here to have a threesome. Ridiculous. Man, it's like, what the hell? So, yeah. So Hollywood's still uh, not, not the best place, but, you know, it's just what happens. But, yeah, I feel for her. But at least she has another outlet to do things, not just acting. But, yeah, it's pretty like, ugh, man, that's still happening. Still happening. Crazy. Then check this out. Bullet dodged. Jensen Ackles. James Jensen. Of course, you know, a lot of people want him to play the new Batman, the DCU Batman, which I think he actually might have a chance. He might have a chance because it is an older Batman. I mean, the guy's in his 40s, but he could pull off like mid to late 30s. Could definitely do that. But apparently... Mr. Jensen right here was all teed up to play Batman and Gotham Knights. This is from Misha Collins. It didn't ultimately end up working out, but we tried. Why'd you try? It's a CW show. No, 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 no. We've seen the trailers. We've seen the footage. Thank God that this didn't happen. Thank God. So now Jensen has a chance that maybe, maybe... He could play the new cinematic Batman in the new DCU. I would pull for that. I would be okay with that. 
I would totally be okay for that. James Gunn. Of course, this is him doing cosplay. He's got a good jawline and chin. I mean, yeah, the costume is whatever, but it's cosplay. I think the cow looks cool. The costume, eh, you know, it's whatever. But they use that, and I thought that was cool. But yeah, bullet dodged. Bullet dodged for Jensen right there. And I would totally be okay if he gets cast as a new DCU Batman. I'd be okay with it. I think a lot of us would be okay with it. Obviously, he's voiced Batman in the DCAU. I mean, even uh, recently, you know, he did the long Halloween, you know, so I would not, I would be totally okay with it. But thank God that he didn't get <laughs> this Batman role in Gotham Knights, which would would have been a short, like, right? Because, you know, the whole thing of Gotham Knights is Batman gets killed, right? So why? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's more to the story and everything. Sure. But at the same time, it's like, thank God that didn't happen. He has a chance. Hopefully he has a chance. And then look at this. Uh, Anybody who's wondering what's happening with the Beetlejuice sequel that has been a long time coming, apparently uh, it's still going to happen. Beetlejuice 2 is officially uh, a go with Tim Burton returning to direct. Jenna Ortega is rumored to be in talks to play Lydia's daughter. Michael Keaton, Winona Ryder, and Catherine O'Hara will return as well. Guess Jeffrey Jones ain't coming back. Um, Yeah, so this is probably happening. This seems like an obvious choice. All right, cool. I'm just like, man, it's so... I mean, Michael Keaton can still... I mean, if he's still going to do Batman, might as well do Beetlejuice as well. You know, let's... You know, I mean, the guy still looks sharp for 71 years old. You know, he doesn't look like he's 71. He's kept in good shape, looks good. And obviously, you know, wearing the the Beetlejuice makeup and he looks great as Batman coming back as Batman. So why not? But yes, Jenna Ortega. Obvious choice to play Lydia's daughter for sure. So uh then keep on going there's my first reaction yeah i didn't see scream with jenna ortega because you know i'm kind of over the the scream franchise but i'll i'll eventually uh check it out but i saw 65 instead and i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it and then of course you know we had tom king i'm not going to play the video because it's been pulled down so i'm not going to risk that but yeah we all saw over the weekend or you know on friday that tom king uh you know comic book writer tom king was basically uh stating that uh james gunn is in fact going to be directing superman legacy so we all saw that we talked about it on the vodka stream and you know we all knew we all knew that i mean the way that i look at it guys is the fact of the matter is is that warner brothers discovery doesn't have the money to just like throw at all these directors and james gunn is a name so james gunn was always going to be attached to one of these projects like i still wish i still really hope that something happens where they get a different because i just as much as like i'm okay okay if he's writing it fine okay i could i i can i'm totally okay with james gunn's writing but for some reason, I just I would rather have his directing go to the authority because, you know, we're going to be talking about that uh, that that DCU chapter one announcement again. And because referring to Shazam, we're going to be talking about that. But I just I just to hear him talking about that's that the authority is a passion project. I'm like, all right, then direct it too. 
get somebody else to direct Superman Legacy. But again, it's probably just, you know, I, I, I get it. I get it. It's just not my choice. Hopefully something happens and he directs the authority and somebody else directs Superman Legacy. But I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. The Batman fan-made poster. This is pretty cool. I love it. I love these fan-made posters right here. Always pretty sweet. Fans make the better posters in the studios. That's for damn sure. Ah, oh, they do. Christopher McQuarrie mentions that uh, Miss Hannah Waddingham is going to be in Dead Reckoning. So, so it showed that image right there. Uh, she's from Ted Lasso. I haven't watched Ted Lasso yet, but you know, cool stuff. And then speaking of Shazam, I mean, <laughs> apparently David F. Sandberg has a role in it, and he gets lifted up by one of those demons. So, spoiler alert, my God. And then, of course, when it comes to DC Comics, this was announced uh, over the weekend. DC Comics has announced four new series for their Dawn of DC initiative. Wonder Woman will be created by Tom King and Daniel uh, Sapir. This is why, you know, Tom King was talking about this, and then, of course, brought you know dropped the whole thing that James Gunn was going to be directing. Superman Legacy Hot Girl uh, is also going to be coming out. And uh, I'm not going to attempt to butcher these names, so I'm just going to keep on going. But Steelworks, this is interesting. So we got Wonder Woman right here, which is cool. Dawn of DC, A New Era Begins. Cool. And then we got Hawk, Hawk Girl. Sweet. And then we got Steelworks. That's a... I really like this cover. I really like this cover right here. Not too shabby, you know? Steel's getting some love. Steel's getting some love. And then look at this cover when it comes to The Flash eyeballs everywhere creepy i like it so new series from dc comics right there not sure if they're going to be tapping into you know anything when it comes to the movies or whatever but you know and then uh yeah i didn't really talk about the box office but you know of course we knew the box office is going to be scream scream is going to top the box office which it made like over 40 million dollars it did well obviously there's going to be a scream seven and it's going to keep on going and going and going and going 65 didn't make as much sadly but hey you know what can you do you know i still enjoyed 65 nothing wrong with that we got aaron bailey right here making a joker uh joker 2 poster that i thought was pretty cool that had like different jokers right here we have like arthur just walking we have arthur running that we saw on the set photos and then we got joker also running the joker right there so that I thought that was pretty cool good job you know what? I'm not going to lie. I'm actually, even though the, this poster doesn't look that great, um, South by Southwest happened and D Dungeons and Dragons. Apparently, people are really enjoying this movie. I think it's going to be a sleeper hit. comes out at the end of the month. And at first, I thought, really, Dungeons and Dragons, is this actually going to work? Didn't they try this at one point? Or no, they haven't? I don't know. But I didn't think it was going to be anything that did well and it still might not do well but apparently when it comes to critics and people who have seen it already they're raving about it and i've seen it i've seen a clip or two and i thought okay this is actually doesn't look that bad so i don't know it actually doesn't look that bad so i'm wondering about that so we'll see i'm gonna go i'm gonna check it out i guess i guess i'll check it out maybe i will maybe i will so Anyways, okay, so, and then we got a new Optimus Prime Rise of the Beast poster. Looks pretty sweet. Uh, I, I will admit I'm also over the Transformers franchise, too, but I probably will see it. Probably will see it. And then, yeah, guys, oh, my God. 
So this whole thing when it comes to Daredevil coming into the MCU, you know, we're all kind of wondering, obviously, uh, Foggy and uh, what's-her-name is going to get uh, recast because there's uh, they're not coming back, apparently, when it comes to that. I mean, we're getting John Bernthal back, of course, and we're getting uh, Kingpin is going to be, you know, obviously, what's-his-name is going to be coming back to do that. But when it comes to Vanessa Fisk, which was played by what's-her-name, and I can't remember her name right now. Somebody will probably say it in the chat. Of course, who played, um, you know, uh, it, I mean, like we were kind of wondering, we are just wondering if, like, Everybody was going to be coming back, but it seems like everybody's getting recast right now. Everybody's going to be recast right now. And now we got Sandrine Holt, who's going to be playing Vanessa Fisk. So, eesh. Yeah, not happening. So, sadly, uh, that's going to be recast. So, she's also going to be recast. Yeah. They're recasting her right there. So I know a lot of people are not happy about this, but hey, what can you do? Uh, hey, Saggy's here. Watch out, everybody. <laughs> Watch out. Giggle fits. <laughs> uh, Will Smith is still uh, going to be, you know, of course, in Bad Boys 4 and Fast and Loose. They're going to be shooting that back to back. So, yeah, even though, like, uh, Will Smith was hoping that the whole slap thing was going to go away, Nuh-uh. After the Chris Rock special last weekend and then the uh, Oscars this weekend where they did talk about the the slap. Yeah, it ain't going anywhere. Ain't going anywhere. That's for sure. I know. You regret Vanessa? Right. And then Chloe Zhao apparently is currently working on a script of her futuristic sci-fi western version of Dracula. Sounds intriguing. I like it. And then David Ayer, guys. David Ayer. Have you guys been keeping up with David Ayer right now? I don't know if anybody has uh, been keeping up with David Ayer. But uh, he's been pretty vocal about the Ayer cut. Pretty vocal on Twitter when it comes to the Ayer cut. So let's kind of go, go through this right here because uh, he's been pretty vocal for the past few days when it comes to all this. I mean, naturally, he's... He's, uh, you know, he tweets like his normal stuff, but he's been doing a lot of tweeting when it comes to that. Hey, he even retweeted James Gunn when James Gunn, he's still playing ball when it comes to James Gunn and everything. So, uh, I mean, he even tweeted out this image right here of Jared Leto's Joker in, uh, in, in the car with the golden machine guns and everything, looking at his purple phone, which is a very cool shot right there. We'll say that. He said good night too, by the way. And, uh, that's creepy too, by the way. Um, but yeah, he's been uh, he's been pretty vocal when it comes to a lot of the stuff when it comes to the A your cut. Let's see. So starting off right here, uh, let's see. Other after these comments, and then he says, yeah, he's just been really talking about. It. Hold on, let me see right here. He did a lot. Like I said, he did a lot. I'm just trying to find the first one. So uh, let's see. Hate the word. Blah blah blah. Let's kind of go through it. Let's see. Should have had this all ready to go, but mm, all right. I think we're yeah okay. One of the things that he did bring up. Well, I mean, he first started off right here. He said, uh, uh, back when the air cut cut air at cut air on Twitter said, well, damn. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. Sorry, David Ayer, but I have to disagree here. As uh, you know, talking about uh, this tweet right here when it came to R ratings. I know for some reason. You know, fans, they were like, no, 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 it's got to be R-rated. But the filmmaker kind of comes in and goes, I meant that. The lower uh, two quadrants are key demographics for a film's success. The numbers skew heavily when 
when you uh, um, heavily young, when you look at who is purchasing tickets, this is all part of the studio game. So talking about this and then you continue on by saying, yes, exactly. But why are most PG-13 uh, and not R? It's a business decision. And this is from this person right here who said comic book movies are, are for everyone, not just for kids. Look at Deadpool and the Punisher. You know, so basically saying like, hey, Suicide Squad should definitely be rated R. And, you know, a lot of people would agree with that. And uh, somebody said the Joker's budget was around the same as Fury's, which is insane to say. You can sketch, you could uh, stretch a buck, David. And somebody was giving him shit. He said Fury was a labor of passion and everyone believed in it and pulled together my proudest work for sure. I would say that that is my favorite film of David Ayer right there. So that's pretty cool. And then he said Leto Joker was the biggest letdown since. Uh, Chris, Crystal Pepsi and then you so that's what happens when you hack a performance and character arc to pieces I'm sorry that's all you're allowed to see now your mind is closed to the truth so talking about how much it was hacked and then somebody asked about the infamous forehead tattoo the deranged or the damaged, not deranged, the damaged tattoo. And David Ayer said I, uh, it was Joker trolling Batman after getting his teeth punched in by him. Obviously, we know that he has the metal grill. The one aesthetic choice I wish I hadn't made. Caught a lot of smoke for it, obviously. And I've always said that, too. I thought the damaged tattoo was a little bit much. I don't mind the other tattoos, but the damaged tattoo was quite a bit. So maybe, I don't know. It's... It's one of those things where, yeah, he definitely is uh, re- regretting that. So, and then uh, let's see. Somebody said, "I'm, uh, I'm we and thousands of other people that hated it." Talking about hating Suicide Squad. David Ayer said, "Hate is not a healthy word." Do you and the other uh, we uh, support my cut revealed? Can you articulate what is so upsetting about the cut? You were, uh, you were, ooh, I think he, I'm kind of wondering, kind of wondering if, you know, you know, maybe he uh, was tossing back a couple when, when the tweets were happening. Is it possible my cut solves many issues? Honest, honestly curious. So yeah, there's some typos in there, a little interesting, but yeah, but he was, like I said, he was doing that. And then he said right here, uh, just finished yet another pass on the script and rewriting, talking about the rewriting process of his new project, which I'm definitely looking for. And then retweeting all this and everything. So I like it. I like it. But yeah, he was on a good one. He's been on a good one for the past uh, couple of days. Let's see. Any more with the A or cut stuff? Scroll, scroll, scroll. Uh, let's see, bro. Why do uh, you reply to these guys? Reply to fans who are asking genuine questions instead. Often these comments come from a series of bot commercial accounts. Sometimes I stir the waters to pull them so in so I can uh, block them. They'll show up with new accounts soon enough. Most are trolling a couple. So he's just basically saying like, hey, I could do this. Um, keep on going. There's not much right there. Not a bully, of course. Hey, look at what he said right here. He said, Zach was awesome to me. He's a good dude. Not sure uh, who was tweeting right there. Somebody who doesn't like me, for sure. And then it says uh, right here, David, I have a question about superhero movie screenwriting in general. So all superhero movies have this cliche ending about one showdown, winning and defeat. Is there another way to end a superhero story? Maybe the nature of the storytelling, hero versus villain, uh, if you break the story arcs down, they all have very similar uh, patterns. And with so many, now it's it's hard to be original. It's science now. Corporate IP will always be less daring. Great opportunities will flip the game. So, got that. 
and then <laughs> this is pretty funny right there too but uh yeah and then of course said good night with all that uh posted that and i think that was you know but he's continuing on i mean he was posting that he retweeted james gunn he was basically doing a lot of retweeting and uh the hat the hat is delicious they have delicious sandwiches by the way southern california yeah delicious sandwiches of course posting all that and uh doing some um oscar oscar uh things right here but then of course somebody said right here that uh you were seemingly giving us emancipation of harley quinn freeing herself emotionally from joker i can't wait to see it boss i always find it weird when fans call zach or david boss okay it's fine whatever i'm just never gonna do that uh then he said that's exactly what it was so there you go there's david ayer right there just uh you know talking about all this you know specifically choices and then still pushing for that air cut still pushing for that air cut as he should as he should thank god he still is you know hopefully eventually we'll get we'll get to see it question is when and uh you know i guess we'll see what happens we'll just see what happens so how's it going lloyd <clears throat> And then look at this right here. Uh, Chinese, China, China citizens told to uh, find shelter after it looked like it started to rain worms. So, yeah, here's a new thing right here coming from China. China. That's right, from China. Now it's raining worms over there. So I don't know if it's going to happen uh, anywhere else, but apparently it was raining worms. Okay. Creepy. That's right out of a horror movie right there. Horror sci-fi. All right. Keep on going. And then, of course, yes, yeah, we'll talk about that. They're talking about people returning from bad boys. Bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do? And we'll talk about that. I thought this was funny right here. John Wick, when he returns to a messy home. This guy nailed it perfectly. You gotta love that. People do good stuff when it comes to that. All right. And then James Gunn, of course, uh, saying that there hasn't even been a casting director for Superman Legacy. Kind of debunking that because somebody asked James Gunn, are the rumors uh, are the rumors that you've sent out a casting call for Superman 20 to 30 years old true? And he says no. Casting director hasn't even been hired. So. James Gundy bunking things like crazy. And then Mr. Uh, Paul Shirley right here. Look at this. Look at this statue right here. I got to show you guys this statue, and I really want this statue. Dear Santa. Dear Santa. I would love this. It's a Dark Knight Return statue. Lightning bolts. It's a lamp statue. And there you go. You got Batman right there with the lightning bolt crashing behind him. Look at that beautifulness. Oh. I'd pray to it every night if I had that. That thing looks huge, too. My God. So that's cool. And then James Gunn said he's working on something when it comes to Wonder Woman. I don't know if it's going to be a Wonder Woman animation or something like that, but he's been teasing some Wonder Woman, which we're going to be talking about as well. And then over the weekend, guys, look what we got. Not, not only are we getting, like I said, when it comes to DC Elseworlds, not only are we getting like Penguin stuff like this right here, Penguin, Penguin set images, but we're also getting like, uh, we're also getting some crazy stuff when it comes to, what? There she is. 
Lady Gaga, Harley Quinn on set. And then, of course, she uh, did perform last night on the Oscars, which I thought was cool because they were saying that she wasn't going to be doing it because she was shooting the Joker, but then she ended up doing it, which was cool. But yes, we got our first images of her Harley Quinn on the set of Joker 2 or Falai Adu, whatever. I always heft that up. So, yeah, so... There she is right there, looking, looking, you know, interesting. Got the blonde hair. Obviously, we've already, it's not our first look at her, but it's our first look at her on the set. First look at her on the set. And, of course, there's video. There's a video right here. You see her, like, uh, you know, getting into the station wagon. That's pretty much happening. That's all we pretty much have when it comes to Lady Gaga on the set of Joker 2. So I don't know what the heck is actually happening right here. Seems like there's like a little bit of a fuss that's going on. I don't know. But yeah, I got the crane camera right there. Everything a little close up. Looks like she throws something. This shatters right here. Okay, so she threw something right into this uh, this glass window right here. So yeah, she's yeah, she seems like she's a little upset. Seems like she's a little upset. So can't wait to see some more stuff when it comes to uh, Joker 2 and Harley Quinn. I don't know if we're actually going to see her in clown makeup. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, that's her first, like, set images of Lady Gaga showing off uh, what she's looking like as, well, maybe it's Harley Quinzel. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to approach Harley Quinn because, you know, obviously this is a very different approach when it comes to the Joker. So we shall see. <clears throat> nope. Yeah. And then Zach posting stuff over the weekend. We had our anniversary, 19th anniversary of Dawn of the Dead. And remember that Zach was actually in Dawn of the Dead. He posted his little cameo, which I thought was cool. And then uh, then he posted uh, over the weekend some of the people that you've uh, yet, you know, like Steven, Wonder Meg, and some people that were at this. ACS was also there, too, in Michigan that they aired uh, Zack Snyder's, you know, ultimate cut of Watchmen yesterday, which was pretty cool. Saw some pictures, saw some stuff. They were giving away prizes, AFSB. So uh, Zach posted about that as well. So good job to Mr. Abdul for hosting that. And then hopefully something other will uh, be showing up shortly. I'm thinking something maybe. I don't know. We'll see. And then Roger Deakins, mic drop, because yeah, and we'll be talking about more when it comes to the Oscar stuff, when it comes to the Oscar portion of the stream, but uh, Roger Deakins, the ultimate goat, said the Batman had the best cinematography of 2022 and should have been nominated at the Oscars, but it didn't get nominated. It got snubbed. The reason it wasn't is pure and simple. Snobbery. Yeah. Good cinematography. What can we say? And, uh, There's Zach right there, own. right before they screened it right there. Giving a message to the fans. Um, there you go. So thank you again for that, and uh, enjoy the film. Enjoy the film. Enjoy the film. Uh, and then, uh, you know, if you want a little bit more of uh, the people who are in Everything Everywhere All at Once, when it comes to Michelle Yeoh, Kihan Kwan, and uh, Stephanie Shu. Shu? Um, they're going to be in a, this is a new spot that they released yesterday on Disney plus American born Chinese. So there you go. I'm going to watch the absolute shit out of that. Whatever that is. Cool. All right. And then of course we got all the Oscar stuff. We got some new stuff from Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Of course, we'll be talking about all that. And then particularly guys, oh boy, oh boy. Did you guys see this? Did you guys see this? 
Dwayne Johnson. Getting asked by Variety. Oh, boy. Henry Cavill, you brought him back, but now they're saying he's not playing Superman. What do you say to him? What's your reaction? Um, you know, all that I could do... Think about it, Dwayne. ...we could do when we're making Black Adam was to put our best foot forward, surround ourselves with the best people, and then also deliver the best movie we could. We Our audience score was in the 90s. Uh, critics, you know, took a couple of shots. That's just the business of it, though. Um, but I think it's almost like when you have a pro football team and your quarterback wins championships, the head coach wins championships, and you have a new owner. And the new owner comes in, says, not my coach, not my quarterback. I'm going to go with somebody new. Henry Cavill, you brought him back, but now they're you saying he's not playing back. Superman. What? So there you go. There's the answer right there when it comes to... Uh, <laughs> Look at his face right there. Oh, man. Dwayne Johnson was like, dude, you're really going to ask me about this right now? Look at his face. He's like, don't do it. Don't do it. Ah. But he did it. So he had an answer, and I think he already had that answer, like, you know, ready to go. You know, talking about, you know, you got a new coach, new owner, whatever the hell. You got a new owner. That's not your coach. That's not your quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it's all a big slippery mess and everything. We've talked about it numerous times. And, uh, you know, my whole stance on the thing still as such, it was the fact of the matter is, was he and Seven Buck seven bucks productions were trying to you know they were trying to get they were trying to get a hold of that dc studios job i mean i kept i kept on hearing that hiram garcia that they wanted to get hiram garcia as the as the ceo of dc studios so naturally when it came to black adam and they needed black adam to be a huge hit so why not you know last minute they finally got cavill to come back as superman to shoot that cameo at the end which a lot of people were excited about i was excited about it was Probably my favorite part of the movie, sadly. Even though the movie's not a shit sandwich, it's still enjoyable. Still got some good action sequences and some good effects. I just think the story was very wonky and there's some things that it didn't know the tone that it wanted to be and everything. So, but uh, yeah, he asked that. And uh, there, yeah, you could just see it on, on Dwayne's face right there. The vein or, the, you know, the it almost looks like, I mean, it is crazy. The veins in his uh, in his head, they like form like a perfect square. Is he actually a robot? He might be. I don't know. Maybe he is. But uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, I, what's his name? I always forget his name, Variety. Of course, he was going to ask that. So there's nothing wrong with that. You got to give his opinion. It's got to be, it, it, it's just out there, you know? And, and like I said, he, he had that answer uh, chambered. He had it ready to go. But uh yeah, it was a power move. It was a power move to get Henry Cavill back in there. And I'm just kind of wondering what would have happened if Black Adam was a success. Would we not be getting the James Gunn DCU and now we'd be getting the Seven Bucks Productions DCU? And yeah, it would have been interesting. Would have been interesting to see what, you know, if we can go to that multiverse and see what happened. But there you go. That's uh, Dwayne Johnson talking about what happened there. All right, keep on going, keep on going, because this is all Oscar stuff that I posted yesterday. This is a pretty cool image right there. I don't know. This was a while ago, but you got Michelle Yeoh and uh, Brandon Frazier right here. That's right. This is from a while ago. They were um, at an MTV, MTV or something, road, ha road show, something weird. But, uh, yeah, we'll go over all that and everything. Like I said, I think we'll do that, yeah. 
Uh, hey, look at this. Oh, boy. Well, we got some uh, black or black. Uh, I almost said black beetle. Well, beetles are black, but, you know, in this case, blue beetle. We got blue beetle concept happening right here. Flash Film News actually posted this, so uh, uh, hopefully I'm allowed to post that. But, yes, so look at that costume right there. Mm, I think it's this could be a sleeper hit when it comes to blue beetle. I'm hoping it is going to be as such because again when we saw the set images from blue beetle and we saw the actual costume that mr mariduana is going to be wearing we all kind of collectively went oh my god this looks amazing so if we're going to actually see it with all the nanotechnology and the vfx you know when it comes to like the um the whatchamacallit like the little legs and everything that's going to be popping out of this suit I think it's going to be something pretty magical. But yes, I don't know how much more we're going to be getting when it comes to this. But yeah, this showed up today for anybody who's wondering, like, you know, Blue Beetle stuff. Here you go right here. Hopefully we'll be getting something soon. A trailer, maybe. I don't know. I guess. Who knows? Who knows? Hopefully soon. We got Vulture and Across the Spider-Verse right there. Cool. Fighting Miguel. And then we got uh, Miles and Gwen right here from there as well. So they're releasing all that stuff. Uh, we got Fear Jason putting my face on Battenson right there. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then, yeah, and then, of course, we'll be talking about all that. Keep going. Uh, we got this, too, from uh, Brandon Davis talking to uh, Adam Brody, of course. Like, if anybody didn't know this, look up Justice League Mortal. He was actually going to be playing uh, Flash in Justice League Mortal that was going to be directed by George Miller. And it's kind of funny because DJ, who plays um, uh, in also part of the Shazamily right here, also even talks about, uh, you know, he talks about him too because he was going to play Superman. No pun intended, but in another timeline, you there might be a world where you played the Flash. Mm -hmm. I know you came mm -hmm. close to that. I would love to hear about like what that experience was like to almost come together with a whole different group of superheroes and then kind of do it again. Yeah, with, with DJ, know, well, DJ, with DJ. It's yeah. nice to have DJ in Superman, this. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to have DJ in this, and uh, you know, we share that he's history. Honestly, it was pretty brief. I mean. I think he was he in Australia longer than Flash, I was. Um, um, 100%. I think he was cast before I was, and uh, he was out there training, I believe. But I was out there for a couple weeks, and we are doing some table reads and some note sessions. And, um, you know, George Miller's a genius, and he's got some, you know, really eccentric, cool people around him. And, um, I mean, I, I fully believed in it. I really liked the script, and I thought it was going to be really good. And... and in hindsight and seeing what he did with Mad Max, I only think that more so. But um, who knows? Maybe the, the what could have been is better than what would have been. That's a good way to look at it, being optimistic. So, yeah, Adam Brody, yeah. He was once going to be playing Barry Allen. I think it would have been a great Barry Allen. But, yes, uh, just kind of talking about that. Of course, he was going to get those questions asked during the press tour for Shazam 2. But, hey, you know, he's happy now. So that's good, at least. Um, thank you. Uh, I saw that. I saw in the chat right now. Um, Southbound 110, you gifted out five memberships. That is crazy. I don't even know. I don't know you could do that, but good on you, man. Appreciate that. Showing some respect, showing some love to the, to the super chat. So showing some love to the film junkie community. I, I really like that. So sweet stuff, sweet stuff. <laughs> and I saw you, Reyes, talking about the fun police. Come on! How dare you? How dare you? It's okay. 
It's okay, I forgive you. Uh, Jay Oliva, he just announced his next project from my studio, has just been announced. Raid Shadow Legends, game adapted into animated series. And this is, of course, um, it was talked about on The Hollywood Reporter. So Jay Oliva working on his new project. I'm kind of wondering what's going on with some of those other projects we heard about. Who knows? Who knows? And then, uh, yeah, Guillermo del Toro, he did this. He got this. He got the three of them. The three of them. Awesome. So, got to love that. Good picture right there. Good side by side. And we got Misura AU right here making this art right here for Michael Keaton's Batman, which looks pretty sweet. Looks like that could be something for your phone right there. And then happy anniversary to uh, the Evil Dead uh, Part 2, or the Evil Dead 2. Came out in 1987 today march uh or no this was on march 11th i should say not today but march 11th um i think or maybe it was today i don't know but i thought this was pretty cool right here dead by dawn not as good as the first one but still you know not too bad either all right there are the tweets guys sorry that it took so long obviously it's the weekend so that's gonna be the case but yeah thank you uh southbound yeah oh yeah you got a super chat too i'll check it out let's see make I saw that there was a super chat up here as well. Yeah, you got a super chat. Thank you for the $5 super chat. What do you think about uh, the shade? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. That's going to be part. That's going to be part of uh, it's going to be part of the whole Oscars topic when it comes to the stream. So I'll get to there. But thank you for the five dollar super chat. And thank you for gifting five memberships when it comes to uh, the channel. So I appreciate it, sir. But yeah, we'll get to that point. We will get to that point. Second topic. But first, we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about what's going on with DC. And then, of course, when it comes to James Gunn. And then, of course, you know, spoiler alert. I mean, it's not really a spoiler at this point because it was it happened on Friday. And I called it, you know. And yes, you know, I had to do my little like, hey, guys, I told you. But I, but you guys heard me. You heard me. You heard me say it. That I said how long until because the box office projections for Shazam 2 are not looking great. How long until they start showing cameos? How long do they, you know, incorporate that into the marketing? Sure enough, Friday, when it came to a TV spot, somebody recorded it off their TV. Yes, there she was, looking all gorgeous, looking all great and Amazonian. Miss Gal Gadot as a Wonder Woman, showing it, showing there, spoiling it. And I'm sure David F. Sandberg did not want that to happen because he was tweeting about it. We talked about it, of course, on Friday's Vodka stream, but I'm sure David F. Sandberg didn't really enjoy the fact that that was released. And he just, again, I think that guy just wants the movie to come out. Let it be done so then he can go work on something else. You know, I do feel bad for uh, for David F. Sandberg, but I just knew that that was going to be happening because this is the way studios are. Studio heads are just, they just, when they're seeing the numbers, they're like, what can we do to improve it? Throw this into the marketing. Is it going to help? Most likely not because obviously, I mean, maybe it'll help a little bit. I saw some people say that, you know, oh man, now I want to watch it now. So I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, maybe it'll help a little bit. Maybe it's because it's going to be different than what happened with Black Adam because obviously that was late in the game and it was like a post-credit scene. When it comes to Wonder Woman, that was shot during the principal photography and it's going to be within the movie. It's not going to be a post-credit thing. I think there's going to be teasing. I mean, there was like a, a, a articles that were coming out from like clickbait websites and all the stupid scoopsies and all that, everything. Like, you know how that is. You know how I feel about that. Um 
they were basically saying that, oh, yeah, they saw like a call sheet. And hey, guess what? It was there's going to be this fake this fake Wonder Woman. They actually said it on the call sheet. It's going to be fake again. It's going to be like the last Shazam. And it's going to be a headless Superman kind of situation. And I just every time I saw that, I saw that I went, Jesus. Like, no, 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 it's not. I was like, they're going to. Uh, it's ridiculous. But ugh, what can you do? What can you do? But. A lot of people that I saw, too, were kind of wondering when it came to uh, James Gunn and the announcement of, uh, of course, the, the DCU Chapter 1, which, uh, you know, a lot of people were kind of going like, well, wait a minute, this guy, what he said this, he said that, he blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I will say that, you know, when it came to the DCU Chapter 1, he did say this when it came to, whoops. Got that on. Sorry, I still kept that on. But uh, yeah, so when it came to um, this right here. First, we have Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Shazam has always been off kind of in his own part of the DCU, so he connects very well. That moves directly. Okay, so a lot of people were kind of going, okay, what is he saying right here? Because he's saying that Shazam's like in his own little pocket of the DCU? What? Own part of the DCU, so he connects very well. That moves directly. But what does he connect to? So is he connecting to the old? Is he connecting to the new? So it was kind of like a lot of people were, you know, of course, the people who hate James Gunn are just going to be like, yeah, you know, he's a clown. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about, which, yeah, it could have been worded better. I will say that. But I will also come to the defense of James Gunn, because, again, he's kind of just came into a, a complete shit show when it comes to what's happening right now in, in Warner Brothers Discovery. And when it comes to the DCU, I guess you say, or the DCE or whatever. So a lot of people were kind of going like, yeah, and I, and I totally agree that it could have been worded better. But at the same time, it's like, how do you word that? It's like, where does Shazam connect? Does he connect? And some people will say that he connects to the Justice League, Justice League, more than Zack Snyder's Justice League. But the first one, we always kind of went, no, that connects with that connects with Zack Snyder's just you know his universe the Snyderverse because obviously when we see the Batarang when we see the uh, you know when we actually see Superman but we don't see Superman which I wish ugh, like I hate it you guys know how much I hate that um, the ending scene when it comes to the Shazam it just kind of makes you wonder like okay so what does it actually connect to but then at the same time I'm like are, are we even gonna see a Shazam in the new DCU after after next weekend? Are we going to actually see? That's what I kind of wonder, you know? So I think James Gunn is doing his best to be like, okay, we still got the four movies this year. And then we're going to, then eventually it's going to get to the new stuff. So I'm like, I'll be devil's advocate when it comes to him saying that. But yeah, it was worded a little weird. And now, like, now that it's been confirmed that Wonder Woman's in it, even though we already kind of knew that she was going to be in Shazam 2. It does raise some questions. It does raise some questions. I think by the end of this year, maybe we'll see. We'll actually get those full-on questions answered. But right now, it's just kind of like, whoa. Uh, Jose, basically, Gunn said Snyder vs. Restored. Is that what it is? <laughs> maybe. Could be. Yeah, but I think it's just like one of those things where it's like, Man, I feel sorry for Gunn because now he's got to like juggle like two different things. And then it's like, is it a soft reboot, full reboot? Who's returning? Who's not returning? That's all very much up in the air this year. It's all very much up in the air. Exactly. <laughs> I got to turn those drops off. But um, 
I don't know. What are you guys feeling like? I'm calling it now. Superman Legacy is going to tank so bad. Okay. So some people think it's going to tank tank badly. I don't think it will. I, I really don't think that Superman Legacy is going to tank badly, to be honest. I think it's actually going to do... I don't think it's going to do... A, it might not do a billion dollars, but I don't think it's going to tank badly, to be honest. Um, but I guess we'll see. I work for a movie theater, by the way. Oh, so, so, you, okay. So, you know more, I guess. <laughs> okay. Do you think David will be back for the third Shazam? I don't think there's going to be a third Shazam movie. Now, if, if the box office is not good for this Shazam movie, um, it's definitely not going to be, it's not going to be, uh, I don't think there's going to be a third one, just like I don't think there's going to be a third Aquaman. Yeah, I really don't think that. So, yeah, they made, uh, that made no sense. What are you saying, Jimmy? Shazam was uh, DCU references. and Yeah, no, there's a lot of thing. Uh, I think it's going to turn out okay, the best thing ever. If it's Superman that everybody wants to see, it'll easily make a billion. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it could, it, it won't, I don't, it's not going to tank badly for sure. i just kind of wondering, so. Yeah, but I guess we'll see. That's all we got to do. It's just we got to wait another two years. But, hey, depends on opening weekend reactions, word of mouth. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have I have faith in in gun. But, you know, I, I do want a different director. I just wish it was a different director. I just wish it was a different director. That's all. But, yeah, a lot of people are talking about that. And then, you know, it, it raises questions. So is Gal Gadot. So that's the thing. Gal, Gal has been quiet about all this. Gal Gadot has not mentioned anything. I haven't seen anything. Twitter, Instagram, nothing. Is she going to be vocal about her appearance in Shazam? That's going to speak numbers. If you think about it, if she does not talk about her cameo or post about it or, or give some promotion to Shazam, that's going to speak wonders. So I think... I think after this, after the, not this weekend, but the, the following weekend when Shazam comes out and we hear nothing, nothing from Gal Gadot... We can guarantee she's not coming back. I'm just putting that out there. Something I just kind of thought about right now. Because, yeah, she hasn't said anything. And I'm kind of wondering if she will. Okay. <clears throat> That'll speak volumes. Speak volumes if she's not in it. So, Bye, stuff. Uh, go ahead and send some of that food my way. If you can, you know, just saying, uh, she didn't say anything about Patty leaving either. Yeah. She hasn't said really much anything. So she will. And then gun will say she's not. Yeah. But then gun posted that gun posted like the wonder woman mug. So it's like, what is he working on when it comes to that beef dips? Yes. Delicious. Yes. That's what we had on Saturday and it was absolutely amazing. So. Yeah, <clears throat> she knows how to make some good food. Just saying. Good food. Oscars! Who's Oscar? Well, he's a pretty fit dude that stands very still, and he's golden. So let's talk a little bit about the Oscars and uh, recapping it and everything like that, man. Everything, everywhere, all at freaking once, baby. That's right. Where's it at? Yes, I was hoping it was going to clean house, and it definitely did. 
Yes, keep on going. Keep on cheering. But yes, it won seven. Seven! And then it won most of the main ones, man. It won most of the main ones. Of course, winning Best Picture, Best Directors, Best Original Screenplay. So it won those ones, which is great. Michelle Yeoh, of course, she won. And that was absolutely fantastic to see her win. And, uh, of course, there was a little bit of controversy, though, when it came to her win. Because, obviously, she was going up against... Um, uh, no, no, she wasn't going up against Angela Bassett. We'll get to that point because, and I will say this, I will say this. Obviously, you know, Mr. Kwan, uh, I like cheered when, when that happened. I definitely wanted to see him win. Uh, I think we all did. We just love his enthusiasm. We love everything that's, that's happening when it comes to him. And uh, he gave it a, a, an emotional, of course, uh, acceptance speech, which, you know, gets you all like, you know, teary eyed and, oh, my God. And, you know, and it's great. And then, of course, you know, at the very end as well, which is also great, too. Where is it at? Where is it at? I'm sorry. I'm trying to find it here. Bear with me. Where is it at? And, of course, my computer is acting like a freaking. Where is it at? Where do Oh, there he goes right here. I mean, just that face. This face right here, guys. Come on, this face. Oh, no. Why now? Why do I have those on? No, not that. Jeez. What is going on with this thing? Stop it. No. Sorry, my little soundboard. No, no. Ignore that sound effect. We should be cheering. This. Yes, we'll bring that back. <laughs> but yeah, he basically like said to his mom, like, oh, yes, mom, I won an Oscar. And then, of course, talked about, you know, his life and leading up to this moment and just basically saying the, it's the American dream right there. And it's just like, ugh. Uh, yeah, just so great. Just, ah, just so great. So great to see that. Dad, I gotta turn these buttons off. What is going on with my buttons today? I am just failing this. I'm sorry, guys. God, see what happens when I come back from the weekend? All right, I think I got all of them freaking turned off now. My God, I'm just failing this right now. Sorry, guys. But yeah, so he won. It's great. Michelle Yeoh won. But yeah, there was a little bit of controversy when it came to, uh, no, when it came to Jamie Lee Curtis. Now, when it comes to Jamie Lee Curtis, I do not think she should have won. I'm just going to say it. She wasn't in the movie all that much. And I'm like, okay. And then she was in it. She was like weird. And yeah, I mean, like I, I didn't hate her performance at all. I mean, it was still a good performance, but Stephanie Hsu, like, why didn't she win? You know, I'm like, okay, she was in it more. She was the daughter. It was, she was big time part of the story. She gave a great performance as being the baddie of this crazy multiverse movie. She should have won. She should have won. Not Jamie Lee Curtis. In my opinion, you know, congratulations to Jamie Lee. I mean, obviously, you know, good on her. You know, obviously she's the ultimate screen queen and she's still rocking it, still awesome. But I was like, mm, I think uh, Stephanie should have won. Not Jamie. Stephanie should have won. That's just my opinion. I don't think Angela Bassett should have won either. I don't think she was robbed. I think I even said in my initial review, I was like, I think some of those scenes, she overacted the shit out of those lines. And it was a little bit like, whoa, you're at 11 here. Dial it back down. So I didn't think that she should have won either, to be honest. Um, but I thought Stephanie Hsu should have won. So, yeah, that was just me, though. But there was a little bit of, of controversy when it came to, um, to when Jamie Lee Curtis won because Angela Bassett, if you saw her face, 
You saw her face. She was, it almost seemed like she wasn't having it. Like she was like, nope. So I'm wondering like, is there some bad blood between her and Jamie Lee Curtis? Possibly. I don't know. Like you never know in Hollywood. You just never really know in Hollywood when it comes to that. So, yeah. And it was kind of like, she didn't clap. She didn't do anything. If you see this right here. So when they announced it. Jamie Lee. She was just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, all right, not having it. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, what are you going to do? Not everybody has to be all like, oh, yay, and happy for somebody else. Who knows? But that was just kind of funny when it came to that whole reaction right there. Oof. Um, and then before we uh, move along, there was a little bit of a funny thing that happened, too, when it came to Hugh Grant. I don't know if you guys saw this, but he definitely did not. He definitely did not want to be uh, interviewed uh, with this uh, right here. This was it right here. I mean, obviously, it's recorded off someone's TV and he just did not want to be there. He was like, uh, don't know what to say. Don't know who I'm rooting for. I don't really care. I don't care what I'm wearing. And then it's just, he did not want to be here. And then she was just like, okay, okay, whatever. And then look at him right here. He was just like, get me off this freaking stage. So that was pretty funny too. I, I laughed. When we were watching it live, I laughed. We all laughed and we we're like, wow, he did not, he did not, he did not want to be there. <laughs> Hugh Grant slammed for rude responses. Yes. Yeah, he definitely did not. He was, a, yeah, he was a, definitely a whole, a whole mood, man. Definitely a whole mood. And then, of course, we had Brendan Fraser um, winning his, and that was a cool little announcement right here. Like, obviously, we see this. I mean, it was basically down to these two. It was down to either Butler or Frazier. Nobody else really stood a chance. And I think everybody else knew that they weren't going to win because it was really down to these two. And sure enough. Brendan Fraser. Yay! And it was just like, oh, boy. As a child, Brendan Fraser. Gentlemen, you laid your whale-sized hearts bare so that we could see into your souls. Oof. Yeah, I'm not going to watch the whole thing. And then, of course, there's this co-star right there. She did well. She did really good as well. You know, honestly, I think she, again, you know, maybe it could have been a better Best Supporting Actress right there, but... Yeah, so there it is. That's pretty much it. And then, of course, you know, everything, ever all at once. I know I, I saw a lot of people. I saw a lot of people kind of talking about the movie. Oh, it's a little too much. You know, people are hype, hype it up too much. And I'm just kind of going, man, when it comes to, I mean, we all have our bias when it comes to award shows and these, uh, uh, these ceremonies. We all have our bias because, you know, we root for the movies that we like. We just do. Like, when it comes to me, it was one of my favorite movies last year. It was between that and the Batman. When it came to last year, the Batman didn't sadly didn't win any of it. Uh, a lot of the technical stuff went to the uh, quiet before the storm, whatever that war movie, the German war movie, which I watched and well received because it's it really did show war like a little bit more intense. There's some things in the in that in that movie that were like really it was really good. But yeah, sadly, the Batman 
didn't win anything. It should have been nominated for Best Cinematography, like Roger Deakin said. A lot of people were complaining. I saw people complaining that it didn't win Best Makeup because The Whale won Best Makeup. And I'm just kind of going, yeah, I see your point. But I could tell that these people didn't watch The Whale because you see the makeup on that. You see the aesthetic, the fat suit that that Brendan Fraser had to wear. I mean, it is, it is, it is. And you see a lot of, you know, you see the the gut, you see, you know, you see, you see a lot of it, the swollen legs and the feet and everything. I mean, it's a full thing. Sure, the penguin makeup and prosthetics were amazing, too. Absolutely. But it's just it was like a toss up when it came to both of those. I mean, they really just did a fantastic job when it came to making Brendan Fraser that large of a person. So Austin was not robbed. Austin was not robbed. Jose, have you seen the whale? Have you seen the whale? Just, just asking. Exactly. There it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 See, there it is. I mean, that's the thing. But there's, you know, the the biggest thing though is the fact that these two right here from Encino Man, they won the Oscar. They won their Oscars, and I love the fact that they were in there. And, uh, of course, Jimmy Kimmel did make a poke at the fact that, uh, you know, Pauly Shore, he did make a Pauly Shore joke. Pauly Shore enjoyed the joke, retweeted the joke, was really happy for these two gentlemen right there. So, overall, good Oscars. Been kind of dull in the past few years, right? I actually, you know, I thought Jimmy Kimmel, a lot of his jokes were like, whoa. You know, he did make some Will Smith jokes, and I thought they were, you know, it was interesting. But for the most part, I was like, I think a lot more people were excited and the ratings are up. The ratings are actually up when it comes to the Oscars for the first time in I don't know how many years. So not too shabby. Subpoena. That's right. Subpoena. That's. I don't know why I said it like that, but subpoena when it comes to Ant-Man and the Wasp. So now we're moving on from all the Oscar stuff and the DC stuff, and we're going to be going into the Marvel Cinematic Universe because we all, I don't know if you guys remember, I remember when it happened, but yes, essentially the entire script for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, got leaked out online. And now Marvel wants to know who leaked it online. Here's a new article right here from Variety. Marvel wants details about who posted Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania leaked dialogue to Reddit and Google Docs. Disney's Marvel is trying to track down the identity of the person or people who allegedly released a 63-page transcript of dialogue from Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania online one month before the film's theatrical premiere. A request filed Friday, March 10th, on behalf of Marvel in federal district court in California asked the court to issue a subpoena to compel Reddit to identify the person or group responsible for sharing dialogue from Quantumania to the R Marvel Studios spoilers subreddit on or about January 20th, 2023. The film starring, of course, then was released on February 17th. Marvel requested all identifying information for the user, which is MSS Mods, as well as that of any other users responsible for posting, editing, and or maintaining the content that was available on the subreddit, but is no longer for the period from January 15th to February 15th. The Marvel subpoena request was filed uh, pursuant of the U.S. Digital Millennium Copyright Act, 
of course, the DMCA. So, dun dun dun. Good. They should. I didn't even touch that. I mean, I wasn't that hyped for Ant-Man Quantumania, and after seeing it, I was still kind of, you know, when it came to it, but good for them. They should, because that sucks. Even though, like, you could probably, by after watching the trailer, you could probably guess what was going to happen in the movie. <laughs> it's Marvel. They have a formula. You know, it's like, fuck. But... Yeah, good on them. I don't know who's if they're actually that's gonna happen, but hey, I'm glad I didn't post about it. I'm glad. I mean, I'm sure there's websites that that got you know that that got it and they were first to post it. They might be getting you know in trouble when it comes to that. There might be some trouble that be a brewing when it comes to all this, but I didn't touch it. So as long as that's the case, right? I'm good. But yeah, the people who did that, it just kind of sucks that nowadays things can just leak, leak, and leak just like crazy. It's just. You just never know when it comes to the digital space. It's all crazy. All right, The Last of Us season finale. Oh, boy. What am I going to watch now on Mondays before the show? Man, I'm sad. Sad. I am sad. No more Joel, no more Ellie for a little bit. Obviously, there's going to be a season two, which is great. And, uh, you know, when it comes to the last, the last episode, it was, uh, you know, it was a, a good episode and uh, leading into the fact that they were, you know, we're going to get to the destination that they've been going to ever since the beginning. I mean, obviously, we know that Ellie, she's special and we need to get her to this hospital in a certain area so then they could make uh, something out of her blood, a vaccine when it comes to finishing off this whole pandemic thing. But um, obviously, there was a very emotional ending to the last episode when she uh killed that creepy pants dude that was god knows what he was going to end up doing i mean it was probably going to be doing some not so great stuff when it comes to her at least and uh joel still recuperating from his stab wound and then of course they had that moment at the end and you know it bleeds into this episode because she's still very much out of it to the point where joel is being he's talking more it's a it's a it's kind of a flip-flop when the beginning of this episode it's not ellie that's talking and talking and talking and joel being you know the standoffish one now it's ellie being the standoffish one and joel is like talking and talking and talking and just trying to be like wondering like what exactly is going on with her and then of course they finally reach the the destination that they're going to and it's beautiful and there's a moment that happens that that gets her out of that funk that she was actually in and uh, obviously, I didn't play the game, but apparently, according to the behind the scenes, it was actually pretty uh, good to the source material. But then, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to say what happens just in case you haven't seen it. But my God, I was like, Joel, what are you doing? <laughs> you see, Joel, when it comes to Joel, obviously losing his daughter, that creeps back up when it comes to protecting Ellie. And everything, it really comes back up in this episode. And it was like, whoa. All right. That. So that's going to be a talking point. That's going to be, that's going to come back. That's going to come back in season two. And I'm sure, and I saw people obviously on Twitter like talking about how, you know, the, how the story keeps going when it comes to what happens right there, what happens at this hospital. And it was just kind of like, whoa, okay. So, but I really enjoyed it. Enjoyed the whole season. I can't wait for more, and I know we're not going to get it till probably, you know, next year. God knows when. I think they said they might be filming this year. Hopefully they do because, you know, obviously they got to hopefully, you know, she ain't getting any younger. I mean, she's going to 
you know, they got to do that and then nobody's getting any younger pretty much, but hopefully they do. But I really enjoyed the, the series being somebody who hasn't played the game, made me want to play the game, but really enjoyed the performances and, uh, and, uh, the dynamic between the, the Joel and Ellie character. And I think that was like a nice way to wrap up season. Um, it's the first season because just the way that things, like I said, she started off very standoffish and he was wondering, and then there was just, it really, you got a sense of that father daughter, even though like it was already kind of there, but it was big time in this episode. And, uh, yep. Can't wait for season three, three, two. The other Pedro Pascal is on season three. Oh, what's going on? Enosh, Enosh, what is happening? My friend, how you doing? How you doing? All right. Bad VFX. Who's got bad VFX? Alien season two is supposed to be a bit. Okay, so that's good. Okay, so she will be older. That's good. What was cool about what was also cool about this episode, too, is you got you saw Ellie's mother, who is played by Ashley. I forgot her name, but she's been in things. And she actually voiced Ellie in the game, which I thought, oh, that was cool. And then so you got to see why Ellie is special. It's a good sequence, intense. And like I said, it was just like. Man, what happens in this episode was just like, whoa, what are you doing, Joel? What are you doing? Anyways. Okay, so let's go to some questions here, and then we'll wrap up this uh, wrap up this stream. Let's see what do we get. Let's look over here at uh, YouTube, at the YouTubes, and see if there's anybody that asks questions over here. All right. Looks like we got a couple here. We got uh, Ninja Gamer. Hey, Dave, not exactly a question, but this has been driving me nuts uh, for so long. So I did the homework for you and made a pronunciation guide for some commonly mispronounced names that are talked about regularly on your channel, if you don't mind. <laughs> so Taka Watiti. So it's Taiku. It's Taika. Taika. Waititi. I thought I'd been saying that right. Andy Muschietti, Muschietti, Barry Keegan, okay, Joe Manganello, yeah, you've been saying that right, Gal Gadot, I think I've been saying that, sometimes I get out of there, uh, let's see, Sholo Mariduanya, like I've been saying his last name right, but I think I've been messing up his first, and then of course Michael Giacchino, 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 that was always like a rough one too, but thank you Ninja Gamer for that little cheat sheet. Because, yeah, I butcher names all the freaking time. All the time. I do, I do, I do. All right, let's get to Twitter questions right here. Boop, boop, boop. Anybody? I think we're good. I think we're good. No bad questions or bad things. Brad! Did you see the one jackass who was arguing with Ayer saying that Ayer cut is the same movie no matter how much footage it adds? Also, when do you think we'll get the Blue Beetle trailer? I'm wondering if the Blue Beetle trailer is going to be showing up with the Flash. Oh, uh, yeah, there's that. And then people were arguing with him, too, about the R rating as well. Yeah, people are dumb. People are dumb. Eric, yo, Dave, let's imagine the Academy grows a brain and hires you to oversee next year's Oscars. I don't want to oversee the Oscars. What's the biggest things you'd uh, do to get the ratings back up? Well, the ratings were up this year. I don't know. I don't really 
I don't really, like I said, I don't even, I was only watching the beginning at my mom's house. I don't have, I didn't have cable, so I don't, I was just finding out online who the winners were, and I was doing a stream during it, so, yeah, I, I don't, I would not, I don't know. Um, obviously, if the ratings were up this year because people maybe were anticipating another slap, I don't know. But, yeah, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to take charge of that. Eye on Stone Podcast. Thanks, uh, thank the thoughts on an uh, end credit scene of Shazam Fury of the Gods teasing Booster Gold. I doubt that's going to be happening. I don't see how that would connect to Shazam, except for they're both goofy. We think it would be cool to start a, to plant seeds for the new DC Cinematic Universe. There was all that speculation about him being in the first one. I didn't remember hearing about speculation about Booster Gold being in the first Shazam. Interesting. An actual character tease reference, though. No headless crap. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, the whole headless Superman thing was just, you know, yeah, negotiations and whatnot. Um, I don't know. I don't. I think there would be. I think if there's a tease of a booster gold, it should be with Blue Beetle, not Shazam. That's my opinion on it. Mr. Nobody, happy Monday, Dave. I heard James uh, I heard James announce the first chapter, but it's not the full list. Obviously, Gunn is using chapters instead of phases, but I think Gunn will space his chapters out to make it every five to seven years. Thoughts? I don't know if it'll be like, yeah. I mean, I, I would say maybe more to three to two. To, I would say three years, maybe every three years. I don't know. It's just me, though. Mr. Wooter, Dave, I'm going to uh, be curious how you're going to how they're going to bring back Will Smith and I Am Legend 2. I really like the first one and I'm really happy for Brandon Fraser to uh, for winning his award in the Oscars. And I watched the Matrix movies, which one's your favorite Matrix movie? Yeah, the first one, of course. Um, but I do like them all. Uh, when it comes to Will Smith and I Am Legend 2, they're just going to probably go with the director's cut ending where he didn't die. You know, and what happened in the book, I guess. I don't know. I don't know exactly what they plan on doing when it comes to that. But they might just be like, hey, watch this version. He actually didn't die. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. So, But, yeah, so there you go. Uh, that's pretty much it when it comes to uh, everything. But there was things that I missed, though, when it came to Oscar, when it came to the Oscars topic. Um Obviously, there was like the pictures and stuff, but there was one thing I wanted to show you guys that maybe you didn't see, which, uh, um, where is it at? Now I got to scroll down and try to find it. Oh, yeah, it's right here, which is pretty sweet. It's uh, Michelle Yeoh's mom reacting to her winning. So this is pretty sweet right here. You know, it's her mom reacting to the win. And the Oscar goes to... Michelle Yeoh. Yay! Freaking awesome, man. You love to see it. Yeah, there was just something. There was just something different and unique about this year's Oscar. There's just something different and unique when it came to the Oscars. So, I just really like like a lot of that stuff. And I think that was pretty much it when it came to all this. <laughs> that Hugh Grant thing, I tell you what. Oh, yeah, then there was this, too, obviously. Um, when everything, everywhere, all at once. I forgot to show this. I'm sure you guys saw this like crazy. 
which was, of course, you know, they won, and it was Harrison Ford, which, you know, was like, okay, we got to have Harrison Ford announced. Prison, a leading role and best picture. So then we saw this right there, of course, the Indiana Jones short round. I mean, that's so cool. Yeah, there's that too. So it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Good stuff. All right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I've been talking for way too long. Ah. <sighs> Make sure you guys smash that like, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, do all that. Follow me on all the sock meds that are provided down below. Twitter, Facebook, Vero, Instagram, Patreon, if you want to support the channel through Patreon. Try to post some exclusive stuff on there. And uh, so I appreciate you guys doing that. And, uh, of course, no show tomorrow, but uh, I'll see you guys on Wednesday. We'll talk about all the craziness that's happening right there. Uh, Appreciate you guys spending some time with me. So I'll see you guys Wednesday, and I'll probably post something on Patreon tomorrow, like an exclusive pod or whatever. I haven't done that in a couple of weeks, so I'll most likely will do that. So look forward to that, patrons. And again, thank you to um, uh, What's-His-Name Southbound or whatever uh, for providing those memberships and everything for, hey, when we do a members-only stream on Wednesday after the show. So all right, guys. Love you. Talk to you later.